Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Victoria Beckham, Posh Spice, formerly from the Spice Girls and now um, fashion designer, in an interview talked about it's an old fashioned attitude wanting to be really thin. I think women today want to look healthy and curvy. They want to have some boobs and a bum. And we want to know whether or not you think attitudes to maybe having or desiring or maintaining a certain physique have actually changed in Ireland 2022. Laura Mellet is a fashion expert for RSVP magazine and TV stylist and she's with us here on the programme today. Um, Is Victoria Beckham right, Laura? You know what? I think she's in a serious position of power and the reality is because she's in the public eye in such, you know, prolific ways in thousands really, her opinion does matter. I think the problem is skeptics will say She's moving with the time. She's saying it because it's trendy, it's fashionable, because she is a thin woman herself that I suppose years ago would have represented the beauty ideals. It can be a little bit of a tricky message. There's something lost in translation here. I think when she was speaking to Baratia, what she was really trying to emphasize was the fact that sizing inclusivity is so important and that everyone should be catered to. But I think because she's the person delivering the message, she's literally, it's a case of she's messenger. <laughs> I would have thought she was actually late to the party in this. She's massively late to the party. I think the reality is people have cottoned on to, you know, they're more educated about about sizing, health, you know, that curves don't necessarily health issues. I think the reality is, you know, body positivity, it can, there can be a bit of a toxicity around it. And the reality is, you know, when you look at television now and the way the media has changed, you've got the Kardashians and the Jenners and, I suppose they're perpetuating their own beauty ideas of like, like you know, lar- a large chest, you know, large hips, a big bum. But at, at the end of the day, I think our bodies aren't a trend. And I think these trends are cyclical. And whether it's a focus on thinness or curviness, they can just be incredibly damaging to young people who are consuming this, as well as people of any age. I think it can be very, very intense. And I think it just can send the wrong message. She was talking in, in the Grazia interview um, about her daughter, Harper, um, who's, yeah. who's quite young. I think she's maybe about 10 at, the, at this stage. And she talked about the fact that she wanted her to grow up in, in, an, in a country where there was a healthier idea of body image, which I think is kind of interesting, given that Victoria Beckham herself has her own fashion fashion line and and brands you know in the clothing yeah. industry and there would often have been previously comments around the fact that that might not have always catered to everybody it didn't really i mean i've worked as a personal stylist since i was quite young and i found people loved the idea of let's say having a victoria beckham outfit for a wedding or a special occasion not only would it be a massive investment, I mean, some of these items could be between €800 Euro to 1200 but I mean, you'd be lucky to get a size 14 in most sizes. Um, size 16, but I mean, was it true to size? I think that's very, very debatable. It just truly depends on opinion. I think the reality as well is that Victoria Beckham brought out a line with Target a couple of years ago, a kid's line, and it said it kind of went up to XXL, and she wanted to make sure kids were catered to. And I mean, again, there was furore over social media and reviews, people saying, you know, it didn't really meet what they expected. And I think sizing, again, for it to be catered to appropriately, I think it's something that really takes time. And, you know, it it takes a really, really big brand with a very dedicated focus. 
Like, I mean, there's brands now you can get up to size UK 32, beautiful, stylish pieces. So I think curves are considered more positive. And, you know, you've got brands like, let's say, Victoria's Secret, for example. I mean, they've rebranded completely to be yeah. more size and inclusive. But I think when it comes to kids where it is, I suppose, a little bit ironic in some ways for Victoria Beckham to make those statements, considering, you know, the track record hasn't been great when it comes to her own kids' wear. 53106 is the number if you want to get in touch with us today. Do you think the pressure to maintain a particular type or certain physique has changed for the positive in recent years? Sally is texting to say that Instagram filters and photograph apps are the worst thing that happened to young people. Photoshop has always existed in magazines forever, but now everyone can alter their appearance and it gives young people an unrealistic body type to, to attain. It's an awful era for my daughters to grow up in. Thanks for that text, Sally. Laura, stay with us. Um, Brenda Magwandi, who's a content creator and, and plus size model in Dublin, is with us on the line as well. Brenda, what do you make of the comments by Victoria Beckham? Thank you. Hi, Andrea. Hi, Laura. Um, thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, I actually was kind of um, um, reflecting and thinking what Laura said. It does, she is kind of um, right in the sense that, you know, Victoria Beckham is coming from a place of power has a huge, huge platform. A lot of people look to her for fashion inspiration and it is a good thing that she would um, like to be more inclusive, but perhaps maybe it kind of was, mm, you know, it kind of almost marginalizes other body types, you know, in a way. So it's like, it's good to be aware that, you know, we should celebrate plus size and curvy um, bodies, but we shouldn't also then marginalize um, thinner people because at the end of the day, you know, we're asking for the same representation. And so we shouldn't really just be labeling one thing as old fashioned. Um, And when you said she was late to the party, I think she very much is. She, um, we have, the body positive movement has been around for a very long time, especially on social media. And I feel like, you know, even in magazines, we used to have covers that would say how to lose 10 pounds in two weeks, how to fit into this dress and yeah. all of that. Yeah, and that's changed now. Um, you don't really see that um, to be very prominent in traditional media. Um, and that's why, you know, I feel like we as a community in the body positive community, we've been trying to um, fight for that representation and, you know, being more inclusive. And I feel like it's just now up to people with kind of bigger voices, the decision makers when it comes to publishing um, on media outlets that have huge followings to then push that message forward to be more inclusive rather than just marginalizing, you know, one body type and replacing it with another, if that makes sense. Yeah. Do you think, Brenda, that attitudes have changed over the years? I think so. I think we're definitely taking a step in the right direction, Um, you know, because again the influence that we have on what we consume in the media has also changed the the narrative on what it is pushing but sometimes there's certain things that you really just can't get around um i know for sure when it comes to like wedding dress shopping um going for special events people aim to associate looking good with losing a few pounds to fit into this dress or looking my thinnest at my wedding day um so those inherent things still exist but we are definitely taking a step in the right direction towards being more accepting of bigger bodies
Casey is texted in here on 53106 to say we need to break the bind between body image and self-worth. Happiness and health are much more important and people who are content in their own skin are always going to be the most attractive. Uh, Jane Shorthall is on the line and joining us as well. Um, Jane, you're a dancer and a choreographer. Have you noticed yeah. um, a desire to change body types in yeah, recent absolutely. years? Well, first of all, hi, everyone. Yeah. Um, yes, absolutely. It is so, it really has changed. And um, I love that last text message that came in. It is really about how we feel about ourselves. We're all you know, born different shapes, sizes. And unfortunately, along with Instagram and social media now, there's a very sort of pressure on to be a certain type. And luckily now it is seen to uh, to now be way more fashionable and, 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 and uh, acceptable to be healthier um, and curvier. But I think that I think the greatest big difference in here is the attitude on on the health part of it because I think when um, to be curvy and healthy is is so much better than to be overweight and not fit. Um, you, you know, so, so to to have uh, to, to be curvy and healthy is where I think it's at. And I think Victoria Beckham made that point that it's now become very fashionable to be way more, um, you know, to be larger, not not an emphasis on being thin because that can bring its um, own problems in, problems in itself. In so, um, yeah, I, and I think that what she has said is that, yes, she was always, you know, the very slim one from the Spice Girls mm. and now she's saying that now it's become popular to be to be larger. But at the same time, um, she's now celebrating the fact that women are enjoying being healthier and curvier and larger. But I think the most important thing is to have a healthy attitude towards that and not to follow a fashion or a look without bringing in the fact that we've got to be in a healthy state um, physically and mentally to try and achieve that. So um, I love the way young women are now. They're just much more confident in their own bodies in in actually being bigger. It's all about boobs and bum and owning it. And But I think that to achieve that, it's got to have, um, you know, a healthy journey towards that. I'm, and also, I'm very small and tiny and, and slim, but I'm also strong. So to feel strong and confident about that for me personally, is, it makes me feel confident. I've never tried to be skinny because I've always has been, I've always been a small framed person. I love eating my food and I love dressing up. And I've no shame around being so tiny, even though it's, so no, it's not really so fashionable anymore to be like that. But because I'm strong and I'm, I'm fit, I feel good about myself. So it's really about our mental attitude towards our shape. Carla's text in in Rathoth and says getting slim is one thing. I committed to a fitness regime for a couple of years and got myself into what I thought was the ideal shape. But nobody tells you how hard it is to maintain it. Eating the same drab meals and doing the same workouts yeah. over and over. I found it uh, so uh, dispiriting, says Carla on 53106. Can I just pop in there and answer Carla on that one? Uh, you see, I, you know, I think that that situation, because first of all, when we're making changes in our life, we've got to like we've got to keep it going in a way that's, that, that's not going to be tedious and awfully difficult and then actually do the opposite and take your confidence away. So, you know, making lifestyle changes would mean obviously choosing things that are going to be enjoyable. And that is so accessible nowadays. It can be so much fun to work out, train in however way with other people. And there's so much choice now. So I think um, to actually find, find, you know, activity that is going to be something that's not, oh my God, here we go again and then having to count calories get on the weighing scales um, it's just it's going to not last it's not something that's going to sustain and also awareness around um, how we eat there's so many more now 
viable options mm. on keeping healthy in yeah. our diet. So, and that is wonderful. So I think, you know, changing our attitude towards how we, um, how we live our lives to maintain it for a lifetime, not just for a couple of weeks, because you can get so angry, bored, tired, um, and then listless, and then lacking confidence. Yeah. Just like Caroline pointed out, you know, she doesn't like that. So it's trying to get the lifestyle change. The balance between between the whole lot. Laura, just on the point about um, brands and, and inclusivity, yes. do all brands now go far enough in, in be- making themselves available and accessible to people of all shapes and sizes? I think it's a real kind of a keeping up with the Joneses situation. I feel like a lot of brands are really making great strides. Like Lululemon has this amazing bra range, sports bra range for plus size women that I can personally attest to is fantastic. Um, I think there's brands like River Island that again, their plus size range has really, it's fabulous quality. It's gone up in size. You know, Penny's has lots if you're on a budget. I think regardless of whether you're looking for a more sustainable or fast fashion option, there are a lot of options out there, both online and in stores. I think the reality is though, and not to, to be kind of argumentative about it, I do think that the main issue here is some women will be naturally thin and some women will be maybe naturally curvy. They might have thyroid issues. It might just be their natural silhouette. I think the reality is it's catering to everyone, whether they do or don't have a fitness regime. I think the problem is the assumption that someone may have some kind of a underlying issue or something just because they might be curvy. I think the reality is availability of flattering stylish clothes no matter what shape you are and not feeling scrutinized because there's already so much pressure on women nowadays. Mm. It needs to be a little bit more of an empowering environment. Do you think, Brenda, brands do enough? Mm-hmm. Um, personally, no, because I am a plus size girl. So I have yeah. kind of lived that experience. And I feel like, you know, with brands, we always have to, as plus size girls, you know, we're young, we wanted to have the trendy stuff and we always have to seek outside of Ireland even um, or go yeah. as far as the USA because they do have bigger clothes that side. And um, when brands launch um, their clothing lines here in Ireland, you find that um, plus size people are an afterthought and we're only considered after we've spoken up and said, um, can you do something a little bit bigger than a size 16? Do you know, So that's the problem that we face where as plus size women that we want to dress trendy, we want to dress sexy, um, but we're not considered. And it's usually after we do a song and a dance about it that then brands will then consider going up even to a size 20, which is still not enough because we would ideally would love having that inclusivity to go up to the size 32 um, so that we can all kind of, you know, feel included and considered and represented. So I definitely don't think brands do enough. And there's a lot more that still needs to be done on the fashion side of things, for sure. Marsha's with us as well in Galway. Marsha, what do you think about this? Are you there, Marsha? No, I'll come back to Marsha, maybe then so in a moment. Um, just actually, um, Laura and, and Brenda, I, I've noticed a, few, a couple of messages actually um, coming in and, and I don't know, is it because we've talked about plus size models or we've used the phrase, but just on that point, um, is giving the sort of the, the uh, identification or the title or the branding of plus size, is that good in the message of inclusivity? Um, Should it just be uh, like every, you know, the size rather than branding as plus size? Yeah, no, I feel like that term started in the early 2000s um, because that's, I guess, 
differentiation was needed um, when it came to um, the the fashion industry and what we saw on runways and the media. Um, and nowadays, it's more so just to kind of embrace the fact that it's just a description. Personally, for me, um, I would just be using it as a description in terms of like finding people that look like you. So, for for example, if you're looking for um, plus size clothing, you can just pop it into Google and you will mm. be able to find the brands that cater to that. And it makes it easy rather than just finding a brand you love and then having to go through the process of liking an item, clicking on it and seeing, oh, no, they only go up to size 14. They don't have the plus size. Um, side of things so for me it's more just a practical thing okay. um, I don't look at it as a negative um, thing it's more just so that when you are looking for representation you're looking for people that look like you you want to follow those pages on social media you can find it um, with that label um, it's I don't look at it as a bad thing but it would be great for us to just be what we are without any labels but unfortunately we need those in the world okay. that we live in at the moment 1800 453 106 if you want to get in touch Marsha is with us Mar- Marsha do you think is is there still that pressure to maintain a particular type of physique well as uh, the Beckham lady said that the new fashion was um, it was all fashion being thin now so that is, is she saying like like the new fashion now is being overweight there's only one thing that comes from being overweight. It's bad health. And obviously, the people have bad food choices. So they end up having bad health and they're clogging up the health system. That's the only thing that comes from being overweight. I don't think, though, she was saying... It's, I, I don't think that was no. the point she was making. I, I think she was mm-hmm. she was saying that, you know... But when she would have been in her kind of, you know, um, like when she was with the, with the Spice Girls, I should say, I was trying to think of the yeah. name Posh Spice. <laughs> when she was with the Spice Girls, whatever, 20 odd years ago, she was identified as, you know, the the thin member. Like it, it was nearly kind of, that was the sort of association um, with Victoria Beckham. And now she's talking about people, to, you know, having kind of hit a healthy and, and fit um, lifestyles, people people looking healthy, people being curvy. I don't think she's insinuating it goes the, that people, that it would flip though, Marcia. See, the thing is, being a certain, being overweight now, what used to be overweight 10 years ago, is now an acceptable weight. And it's, it's that's wrong, you see. They are overweight. Normally, people that are curvy, now, normally, right, there is a weight issue there, as far as I'm concerned. And, like, over, it's bad food choices. But it's not and always it's support, bad food. And I, and I do think, can I just say, I do think if the government was so intense, right, on keeping us healthy, they would take all those sugary drinks and all those foods that are full of sugar off the shelf, which they're not doing that. Because it's bad for business, right? So you think there should be more more effort effort made in terms of the uh, the so called kind of sugar tax style thing? Oh my God! But not even sugar tax. Why have those 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 drinks? That's bad for all the kids. All the kids are drinking them. It's making them sick. And there's no point in saying it's not. It is. You mean just and over I, over consumption of it? Oh yeah, but even but even one of those drinks. 
is bad for you. Right, okay. Brenda and Laura, what do you, what, what, do you want to respond to that? Um, yeah, um, I was I wanted to see if Laura wanted to jump in. Um, I think, you know, too much of anything is a bad thing. I don't just, you know, when it comes to health, I feel like it's more so not so much about what people look like and what size they are. But, you know, if you do the actual tests, you know, um, you have to kind of do blood tests to figure out how healthy or unhealthy somebody is. And I feel like that's where the problem starts, where people just look at someone and they just make assumptions based on their weight. And it's a problem that a lot of overweight people face where um, actual health issues are looked over when you go to the doctor because they're just going to blame it all on your weight when most of the time it's really nothing to do with the fact that it's your weight. You will lose, they will prescribe you um, weight loss as a um, solution to um, whatever issue that you've gone in with and they completely miss the actual issue and we end up with undiagnosed problems and you know those will only be caught later on um, and that's a common occurrence okay. in the community and I've had, had a lot of people that have gone through those, those experiences so okay. it's really um, not fair to just look at people and assume that they're not healthy or they're consuming bad food there's a lot of different reasons why people can be overweight and the reason why um, I suppose the outlook has changed from when she was saying that 10 years ago what was classed as overweight is now acceptable is because the health aspects have, the, I, I guess the health experts have dug deeper past the physiology of people and you know the, they do the work, they do the research and if you do a blood test on someone who is um, 85 kilos and five foot five, and someone who is um, 40 kilos and five foot five, you might see that one of them, um, surprisingly, the slimmer person might be the unhealthy one. So it's just they've done more work, there's more education, more conversations about it, and that's why you're seeing those changes. And yeah. really, we should just look at people, we shouldn't look at people and make assumptions about their eating habits and health mm, habits because yeah. there is a lot more that goes into it for sure. Brenda, my- uh, Magwandi, uh, Laura M- Mullish, fashion expert as well for RSVP magazine. Uh, thanks a million to you both for joining us on the programme today. Jane and Marsha there too. 53106 is the number if you want to get in contact. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.